Okay, this is always the case. Uh, Robin uh, catches us in in thinking, hey, what about this? And so, as with last time, we're going to have a little bonus material here that she brought up, which is just, she said, man, it's something in the back of my mind as you guys were talking and as she interacts with people is how do you guys engage with God's Word? Like, what is it specifically that you guys do um, to be able to, to to spend time in God's Word? So maybe, Spencer, I'll... I'll start with you, and you can kind of roll out some of the aspects. And if you have something that you didn't lay out, then Christian can dive on it. And then whatever's left over, I'll, I'll do it. But if not, then I'll just say, great job, guys. Yeah. So growing up, it was kind of always like trying to work verse by verse. That was kind of the church I grew up in. I became a believer later in high school. But it was kind of that verse by verse, kind of work through the text. And it was kind of these small bite size, you know, read maybe two or three chapters a day. That was kind of it. And it, and I don't know, maybe, maybe 10, 12 years ago, I started reading the Bible more as like a story and as a narrative. And it was mm-hmm. the first time where I would try to read really big chunks of scripture. And, and this will sound really funny. One of the things that I did is I read a kid's Bible mm-hmm. and I just started to try to get the big picture, like the big picture storybook Bible yes. was like the first time where I was like, oh my goodness, this comprehensive story, I can read the whole thing in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I've given that to people in counseling, by no, the way. Oh, and yeah. it's amazing. I've done it myself. But, it, but it's so good for me to be reset to the big picture of what God's doing. And then sometimes I go, okay, I'll just read, um, especially as like some of the New Testament, I'll just try to read the whole thing in a time and understand the flow of thought from the author. But then there's other times where I'll, I'll just go, man, let me just read like and just get one or two key thoughts that the guy's trying to make. So, man, it really just depends on the season of life where I'm going, man, am I trying to read big picture wise or am I trying to really get into the, into the weeds on something? And so for me, it really just depends. And then sometimes I just, I, like my default setting is I always will go to the Psalms if I don't know what to do <laughs> or where to go. Cause I just find the Psalms to be so human. I mean, they're just messy. Yeah. They're, and they just, I usually resonate with, because my life's a mess. But it sounds like <laughs> you in know? a lot of ways, what if you were to boil it down, there's just not a one size fits all. No, there's not yeah. a one size right? fits all there's, in my there's own there's life. A myriad, yeah, well, that's a very valid point. And <laughs> Tina would totally, uh, she would agree with that. But but it seems like like really each phase of, of your own, even your own life, you've learned new ways of approaching God's word, yeah. which have been, I think, important just in yeah. your own development as a Yeah, and I would say the, the biggest, I would say the the most helpful thing ever for me in this conversation was realizing I had the freedom to read like big chunks of scripture that, like I said, are out of like a kid's Bible. Yeah. You know, and and there's a few different kids, like the big picture storybook Bible is about the, I mean, you're dealing with like one sentence per page. Mm -hmm. Then there's a couple of like intermediate kind of kids Bibles that are still really short, you know, but still they give you that little bit fuller picture. And it's just, I don't know when I, when I got to that level of like freedom, it really helped me. But I think even, too, remembering most of God's Word was intended to be read in big chunks. Yep. Right? It, it, right. it was actually written to be read in, in big chunks. And, read out loud, yeah, publicly. Which, for me, coming to faith in Christ in a church that was highly expositional, verse by verse right. of the Scriptures, it's not as if they wouldn't want you to read large chunks, but like actually the intent of those books, those letters, was to read large chunks, and that's, yeah. a, that's a great thing. Yeah, I remember, I think it was... Uh, hearing somebody years ago, I think it was John Marshall years ago, uh, give the uh, analogy of the difference between dissecting a frog in science class 
and watching a frog hop from lily pad to lily pad, you'll learn a lot about a frog both ways. And there's, if you want to know everything about it, there's room to pick apart the parts and understand it. But there's also such a joy in just seeing the whole thing work mm -hmm. together. And I think that's kind of that. We, you even see that in the, sometimes the way we preach, where sometimes we will just take a few verses at a time. And like then when, like when we did Revelation, we were like trying to take big chunks because we felt like a book like that, you actually, you, you step back and you, you need to see the big picture in a yeah. book like that. So I think like, like knowing how to throttle up and throttle down in terms of that depth is really fun. I would say for me, um, one thing that was really formative in my early walk with the Lord when I was probably about 11 or 12 years old was the church I was at at the time, we did this thing where everybody wanted to read through this thing. It was called the Daily Bible. And it was the first time I'd seen a Bible that kind of tried to arrange things chronologically, like even put the prophets in the in the with flow the right kings, with the right kings yeah. and the same thing with the letters of Paul and the, and the other apostles. And that, you know, even as like an 11-year-old kid. Now, the thing was, it was one of those ones where you have to read through it in a year. And gosh, I think it took me two plus years, right? But even that, like having the encouragement to go, don't be ruled by the date on the page, enjoy God's word, right? Mm -hmm. But something like that, that puts it in kind of its chronological order. You know me, I'm much more of a linear thinker anyway. So that yeah, really, too. that really applies to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, but I think that was huge. So I would say if, if, if nobody's ever done that with like a chronological Bible can be a really fun way to do it. Um, I would say... Um, for myself right now, at least, usually my, my daily discipline is I have, I have four bookmarks in my Bible. One that's for basically Genesis through Esther, one that's for Job through Malachi, and one that's, you know, Matthew through Revelation. And then the fourth bullet, uh, bookmark in there is whatever book we're preaching through at the time. Like, I just think that's just a healthy discipline, not just as one of the preachers, but just as a member of Cornerstone, to be regularly reading the, the text that we're going through together as a church. And I feel like at least for me, maybe where I'm at right now, where I feel like I have a, a pretty good grasp, at least for now, of the overarching story of Scripture, it keeps me reading at different parts of that story and seeing the connections between them. And it's not an overwhelming amount. Um, you can read through four chapters in about you know 30 minutes or something like that. Um, and at least for me, I will say this, if there's anybody else in there, whether you're like maybe a student in a Bible college or, or seminary setting or something like that, or just you, you teach a Bible study or something like that, something that's been so huge for me in my life is um, maintaining disciplines, both of studying the Bible and just reading it. Mm -hmm. And especially in seasons where I really have to study more, like cultivating just the joy of just letting God's word wash over me. It's not even necessarily me reading it. Audio Bibles can be so helpful. 100%. I just want to hear God's word read in something where it's just the, just the enjoyment of being in it. Like if, especially if I'm having to dissect and get into the weeds a lot more. So Which, I would just say to, to yeah. what we said earlier, all of those letters and books were actually intended to be listened to as yeah. somebody read it. Right. Which, so when, when sometimes people say, well, you know, I don't read it, but I, I listen to the Bible, you know, on, you know, my MP4, my whatever. Whoa. Yeah, on my commute yeah. or whatever, MP5. Yeah. Back in 2001? I was a guy that was swimming, and he has an MP whatever player, whatever it is. But I think, like, that that idea, don't don't look at that as deficient at, in the yeah. least. Yeah. That is the way, actually... The majority of our family has used the Bible. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think the only thing I would add to you guys, like, there's, there's two things. One... Uh, kind of back to Spencer's point of reading large chunks in order to get myself to do that one year. Every Saturday morning, I'd wake up early and read like a whole book. Huh. I would read like 
Genesis one week and Exodus the next week. And it takes a while, obviously, but like that practice of taking 52 weeks to read through the whole Bible of intentionally reading large chunks was actually super helpful for me to kind of catch the whole thing. And then probably the only thing else that I would add to that, you guys have had tons of it, is learning how to just read the Bible prayerfully and meditatively. Like I think that's probably where I'm at right now is that, you know, we're already prepping for first and second Thessalonians. So I'm in first and second Thessalonians a lot, but intentionally like saying, okay, what is this? I need to let this get into me. I need it. I need to be first Peter two to the baby. Yeah. I need to grow up into salvation before you and I ever Spencer, anybody starts to teach this stuff. We need to grow into it. And as, you know, as much as, and as best as the Holy spirit allows us to be able to do that. But I think just reading it meditatively and, you know how I finished even before. I think it's why I love sermon prep. It's why I love talking with you guys and other people. I think that learning to have a communal reading mm-hmm. of God's Word is so healthy. So. Yeah. All right. Well, there's the bonus material. We won't charge you for it. That one's free. But uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Robin. Thank you.